Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com, AllThingsComedy.com, slash Jackie Cation, all in lowercase. You know, I went on a bit of a buying of domain names jag not long ago, and uh, I don't know how to give them up, quite honestly. It might be a problem. Maybe it's a dorkdom. Who knows? You know the websites. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickbert composed and sang the theme to the Dork Forest. He sings it with his girlfriend, Sarah Cohen. He will sing again his lyrics to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Good for me. Good for you. Good for us. And thank you, him. And Vilmosh does my website, JackieCation.com. And on JackieCation.com, there's a couple of different things you can do. There's a donation button on Dork Forest as well. If you want to donate to the program, if you enjoy the show, please think about donating to the Dork Forest. $10 a month. I have not made that easy for you, but that's a hundred bucks a year, not including November and December, which is why, why don't you donate to the Dork Forest in November and December? Wait till November and I'll tell you again. That would make you a super fan and I would totally appreciate it. I use it to pay uh, for live episodes and for chocolate and cashews and I don't know, all the things that, uh, all the things that you do and more t-shirts. And stuff like that. On JackieCation.com, you can order a Dork Forest t-shirt. There's two different designs, three different colors, and um, they're all American-made by union members. That's right. So they run big. You know the joke. I uh, am willing, and it's a sad joke, too, because it's true. I'm willing to wear clothing made by toddlers. I'm unwilling to sell clothing made by toddlers. So uh, the union-made Bayside t-shirts that I sell... Uh, they're good. They're thick and they're nice. And Marie Bamford's going to start doing hers from the same print shop in Alabama. And that'll be neat because we are friends and it is nice when friends help other friends. So other thing, you can get shirts and then you can get CDs, my old CD. You can get my new CD and DVD, my current new CD, top 10 comedy albums of the year on vulture.com. This will make an excellent horcrux. You can get that as a CD or a DVD. And if you get more than one, there's a deal. Other than that, stand-up. This week, I am opening for Brian Regan in various cities. If you've never seen Brian Regan do stand-up comedy, it's expensive, but really worth it and really cool. Uh, and I'm just doing 20 in front of him. But uh, I'll be in Boise and then Logan, Utah, and then Riverside, California, and then Santa Barbara. Check check my website for more uh, specific dates and where to get tickets and stuff like that, the calendar page. But let's get into it. It's a live episode in Salt Lake City. Uh, over at Wise Guys, Utah, very fun comedy club in Salt Lake City. Thanks for listening, folks. Let's go. Hey, it's the Dork Forest live in Salt Lake City. Do we have a quorum? We do have a quorum, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, someone has put in front of me uh, some, this is for you. This is craft services. There'll be some cashews. Wonderful. And, uh, and then um, oh, these, these are, are nice whole cashews. Sea salt caramels. Holy crap. This is uh, day 11, you guys. No sugar. Uh, it's over. It's over. Were you serious? Because you told me that back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This no, is no sugar, no sugar and no caffeine for how long? And no dairy and no grains. Why are for... you doing this? I was doing a detox. At least two banana heads told me, you know, toxins aren't real. 
It's true. <laughs> Toxins aren't real, you guys. And uh, I was like, really? So three pots of coffee a day, you think that's good? You think that's a true amount of coffee to drink? You think that's sh- smart? I was drinking coffee at the coffee. <laughs> there was no reason to drink as much coffee. Well, I so, would say it's delicious, not necessarily good. Well, too much. Too much. Too much. Just okay. uh, clearly wired anyway. <laughs> Unnecessary to drink three pots of coffee a day. Carrie Jackson, welcome to the oh, program. Oh, hi. How you doing? <laughs> How are you? So Wise is, guys, Utah. This is 11 days without caffeine? This is it. I can't imagine. You can't imagine what it was like 11 days ago? I can't. There's that, too. <laughs> there's that. I, I can't imagine what that would be like. That okay. sounds like hell. Well, it's also, yeah, it was a little hell. It, it was, like the there first was, three days, right? Yeah, it was Probably. pretty grim. It was a screaming, are you interviewing me? You are. Oh, yeah. So I like it. I, um, but here's the thing. we got to talk about these Dove uh, sea salt caramels with you dark chocolate. Have- Oh, don't get away from no, me, ass no, hat. You can't. Anyway, that's a But I will days. tell you this: is when you have a sea salt dark chocolate, they're a dark promise. But they're uh, as 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 listeners of the Dork Forest will know, it's it's more of a pirate shanty because uh, you got to. If it were just a regular dark dark chocolate, you would have to read it in a dark, creepy voice. Where you because they always have um they always have um um oh, fortunes. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's it. They got fortunes in them. And so this one is, Arr, give a little love today. That's That's what this one is. That sounds like a threat. So, and then you guys can eat these, uh, when I leave. Okay, Okay. so, unless he eats them all. Because I'm gonna have one, like a person. I can't even. I'm working on moderation now. Okay, let's. You're gonna read it aloud, and you gotta use the sea shanty kind of pirate voice. I can't quite read. Okay. It helps to start with an R. Satisfy your sense of surprise. Ooh. <laughs> Very nice. And Very I've nice. got a surprise for you. Oh, my God, sugar. In the dark ride. That's my first sugar, and holy smokes, it's really sweet. Sugar, it turns out, should we? is enormously sweet. Is this? It a, might be too sweet, you guys. They're recording this, you know, and mm. anything that happens after this. Yeah, I don't need to finish that. Hey, uh, that's what a detox does for you. It ruins things. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, I need vodka then. Yeah, Thank you're going to you. need their shot and a beer, anybody. No. I'm mm. having, um, what is this? Oh, seltzer water with lime. And that's you're having exciting. a little bit of a, an adult beverage? Some vodka rocks, please. That's it. Very Thank nice. You. Carrie Jackson, if you may or may not know, is a radio personality, a local dork luminary. It's what I like to do. I like to come to a town and I like to find someone in that city or town that is uh, that is holding up the freak flag of the dorkdom of their choice. And we're happy when women show up and say, where are the nerds? That's that's the, it. That's what you want to hear. That is it. And, we put out, you know, we all the time. <laughs> We're just looking for someone to go, yes, I will, I will have sex with them. I don't know what you said or where are the nerds or I'm here. And you're right there. And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I had uh, Jared Logan on one time and, um, on, on the pod talking about Renaissance yes. history. Yes. And, um, later afterwards when we were not recording, he was telling me about how he auditioned for a Comedy Central program where they talked about how, how they got laid, how guys got laid. And he said, well, I would play video games for months and not get laid, and then I would need to get laid. And so I would go to a bar, and I would find someone who looked sort of like this body type, and then she and I would do have sex. And then I'd go back, and I'd play video games. And he said, for some reason, um, Comedy Central, not interested. Not interested in, <laughs> in airing that story. That was not compelling enough for them. 
Well, thank God there's YouTube. You can throw it out there. Now. <laughs> exactly. Now it's on the dork forest. So uh, I'm going to do an intro later, so uh, we don't have to. But we can. Why don't we applaud for uh, Mike Rickberg, who sang and composed the Dork Forest song right yes. there? Yes. Patrick Brady's going to be psyched about these microphones. Look how fancy these microphones are. I, I got a couple of $20 Shures. So uh, this is pretty sweet. kind of actually intimidating. They're pretty sweet. A little bit. Okay. So, Carrie Jackson, it is at RFH Carrie. Uh, is your Twitter. K E R R Y. K E R R Y is your, uh, is your, your. That's the tweets. The Twitter. And then your podcast is the Geek Show Podcast. Yes. Which means that you might have already some geek cred. You might already have some dork uh, abilities. You might already have some nerd powers. I would say that I, I, I got my geek cred when I got beat up for wearing my Star Trek uniform in grade school. That's, grade that's, school. Uh, that's oh, where it began. That had to be the 70s. Because uh, in the 80s, everybody everybody was like, no, it's cool, man. Not here, boy. Not here. I don't oh, oh, not here in Salt Lake? No, where are you, where are you from? <laughs> that's uh, I'm from Wisconsin. I mean, we don't have extra grain in the garage, but... Uh, <laughs> But I'm just I'm just saying that I mean it's not like we're not ready for the big one. No, down down where I grew up in uh, Salem, Utah, it was all farming community and everything. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, so the Star Trek uniform at school was a, was problematic at best, and the wow. '80s weren't any better. The '80s were not any better. No, 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 no. At a certain point, you know, you were talking about the, being a nerd and getting laid. I have a whole bunch. I used to have a whole bunch of watches with like cartoon characters on them. Oh, nice. There's an age that you hit when that stops being charming. Ah, and becomes kind of creepy. Yes. So they go into the the drawer till about twenty five, twenty six. Then you can bring them out, and it's charming again. Irony, irony. There's a period there that's just it, what it, they yeah. don't know is that it's never ironic. You're always psyched. I'm like Mighty Mouse. Let's bring it. I will always enjoy Mighty Mouse. I will always because he's you know what he is. He's a hero. And uh, Space so. Ghost says <laughs> it's two thirty. <laughs> what were they digital? No, I not digital. Please, oh, I'm an I'm analog sorry. man. Analog, analog, analog watch. Fair enough. You get the whole picture. You know, you get the. Did, whole how many the watches watch. like that did you have? I have still about uh, thirty. 30, wa- 30 watches. Mm-hmm. Were they plastic? No, they're they're nice. Metal. Mm-hmm. Some Who of them, made them? Some of Where them did cost you... over seventy-five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Did you're you start impressed. buying them again when you were twenty-six? I did. I just started buying them again when I was twenty-six. I have a list Star of dorkdoms right here, yeah. but uh, this was not mentioned. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a great one right here. I... You got Star Trek ones, uh, original Star Trek, Next Trek, which people call TNG or whatever. Mm-hmm. I called it Next Trek because I was there on the ground floor. We just I'm... called it the Next Trek. I'm a classic guy, and I dabble in DS9. Oh, do you dabble in DS9, do you? Yes. Too stationary for me. I liked it when they did got the, the souped up thing. I liked it when they started heading out. Uh, <laughs> though I did like, uh, uh, the Bajorans. They were so sad. Anyway. They were supposed to be Jews, Jackie. Uh, I thought the Ferengi were the Jews. Everybody was now, that's the Jews. Confusing. No, I thought it no, was. No, no, there was racism against the Jews and then there was racism for the Jews. I thought it was, uh, the Bajorans that were the oppressed people. The Cardassians oppress them. Yeah. Now, no. don't laugh. Not the Cardassians. I the know. Cardassians. You young people don't remember. Oh, they remember. Okay. This this group of 22 people remember. <laughs> the Rangers of the Dork Forest who are listening, they definitely Because the, the Cardassians Save had... Save space ever. They had, like, camps and stuff that they would put the... Oh, no, no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was bad. Yeah, but... Oh, so they... Yeah, but then I also heard that uh, the Jews have also claimed the Ferengi. You don't yeah. get both, Jews. You don't get them all. 
Can't the Armenians be the assholes then? Can't we be the Ferengis? If I'll let you. Because they're you. supposedly super frugal and cheap and good good uh, negotiators. Armenians are like that. We're all greedy and weird. Why doesn't anybody hate us enough except for the Turks? Because nobody knows what we are. That's why. It's easy to do a Ferengi impression. Just imagine that your teeth are three sizes larger than they should be. Let me touch your ears. Let me touch your ears. <laughs> anyway. Sexy. It is sexy. The ears are sexy. Uh, I love the Fer- – one time I gave my brother for Christmas a Ferengi uh, quote book, a book of uh, – It was the, the Rules of Acquisition. The Rules. The Rules of Acquisition book. Yes. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. I'm- That's beautiful. No, no, do never apologize. It is essentially, you told me that, uh, you are a a lapsed Mormon, which has another word. And then, um, (laughs) and then became a Star Trek. That, that was, that became your religion. Raised in the Mormon church. Right. Uh, got cancer, questioned everything, became an atheist, and realized that I learned more lessons from the godhead of Kirkspock McCoy. Oh. That I did the... Patience, tolerance, and kindness. Exactly. The it's original. very beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. That's that was... what I began to realize was my moral compass. I didn't need that stuffy old book. Oh, it's there you go. It's all there, yeah. And when you say stuffy old book, you mean just a couple hundred years. Anyway. Um, exactly. Guess exactly. who's a jackass? Jackass. Jack Mormon. That's what I'm looking for. Okay, so it'll be like that the whole show. Jack, okay, so... Jack Mormon. Do you know what a Jack Mormon is? Uh, I don't. That is, is a, there a, is there is, a stock joke coming? No, they, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to school you a little time. Okay, let teach me know. You, teach you about some Mormon stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Mormon. <laughs> it's the accent. Mormons. Mormons. I'm from the Farth Ward. Are you from the Farth Ward? <laughs> they know. <laughs> uh, Jack Mormon is someone who is still claiming membership and still goes to church every, every other week. Oh, Christmas and Easter? And, oh, every other week. And enjoys uh, a beer while he's hunting. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a Jack Mormon. Oh, that's a Mormon who goes he to has, church but doesn't actually follow exactly. the precepts. He has coffee in the morning. Oh, he's he, a Bill Cosby. Know. I get it. I that. get it. <laughs> too big a leap? Too big a leap. A Possibly far. too soon. A little far. And uh, <laughs> the beer isn't really Although roofing look, people and treating them like blow-up dolls. You, you look very tired. I think you need to lie down. Oh, hell. Oh, my God. Just, I'd like to help you with your career. Right? <laughs> you know, what's funny is uh, every... Every, every article that I've read about those women who saw, talked about Bill Cosby, every single, I mean, at least, I think, it, not maybe not every one of them, but most of them were like, I would have slept with them. What the hell? Exactly. And uh, and you're like, well, maybe he thought it wasn't cheating if they were knocked out. Or it was some sort of weird, just, no one was turns watching. out rape wasn't about sex. And uh, he just wanted to. Well, now, I grew up. Why with, bring it down? Exactly. Anyway. I grew up listening to those records, you know, the, yeah. the, the Bill Cosby records. I've never, I've never seen himself. I've seen him. I've seen Bill Cosby live twice. I've seen him perform. And he was great. I grew up listening to all the records. And, and I had them memorized and everything. So when all this started, I mean, it started coming out about 10 years ago. Ago, right. Well, I think 20 years ago, but for reals, about uh, a year and a half ago, like the names started coming like fast and furious. I'm still so conflicted about this whole thing. Are he's, you conflicted? He's a horrible rape rapist, but the <laughs> best goddamn storyteller. He's a really good storyteller. You know, I, so I, I, uh, yeah. I still like Annie Hall, but he married his daughter. Uh, oh. What are you going to do? There you go. 
Well, I mean, I, I have friends. Uh, my who... father slept around on my mother, uh, and yet <laughs> I still talk to him. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. I mean, you think about it. Right. It's like you grew up with Bill Cosby. It's yes. almost like he's related to you. Yes. And you're like, well, you know, we all have problems. Uh, he should probably address them and maybe do some time. But he is 78. So uh, I don't know that anyone's going to do anything about it. I wonder if it. his approach is really the best, just not saying or doing anything about it and still touring. I mean, and still touring and, and dealing with hecklers as they come, I guess. Tell us about the time that you got away with rape. That's a great story. That just happened. That yeah. just happened on one of his shows, which is a weird, um, a weird, unfortunate. Uh, when I, but the weirdest thing is, is the two times I saw him do stand up, people heckled anyway. Uh, I wanted to rape those. No, I didn't. But uh, <laughs> so I wanted to, I wanted to shake them. Uh, and was this no, before? The, the... Oh, much before. I saw him the, for the first time probably five years ago. And then I saw him three years ago. And so none of it came out. Like I haven't, I will not be purchasing another ticket. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I could get uh, you a comp on the list. I could yeah, get you a, yeah, yeah. I guess See if you can get you up and get me on the list. Get you on the list. It's, uh, and, and he was, the shows were great, but they were, he, it, yeah, it was unfortunate. All right. You've so I think, I, I think we've nailed I'll, that I'll into let the ground. Crosby go. I'm going to let him and, go. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But Star Trek, I, I love Star Trek. Did you ever watch, uh, Scott Bakula, whose name rhymes with? Dracula? But Crackula. Oh. Okay. So, um, <laughs> A lot of people don't know it, but uh, it does. <laughs> but the, Enterprise. The, yeah, Enterprise. Did you ever I, try that you one? You know, I tried that for a little bit, and I was told I should have stuck around because it started to get good. Yeah, it got over a hump. It was like the first season was a little wobbly, and then it got better. Well, they started just admitting what they were, Star Trek. They finally right. started doing it. <laughs> right. They weren't be trying to be anything but – I mean, in the yeah. beginning, they were trying to be – I don't know, Cylons and whatnot. <laughs> it's uh, that other thing, Battlestar Galactica, that, it, that show. Is it on Netflix? I can catch up on Enterprise. Enterprise, probably. Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah. I will do, do that for you. Do you have my password you. or do you have your own? Do you mind? <laughs> if you could just write it down. <laughs> And, uh. I am on a budget. <laughs> aren't, aren't we all? <laughs> a fixed budget. And, uh, but so, sp- speaking of television, your, your big dorkdom was what he said was Marvel. You said Marvel, yeah, yeah. So, do you guys enjoy the Marvel? All right. Now, do you read the comics or you're just watching the movies? Comics, 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 both, both, all of it, all, all of, of it. it. That's it. Comics and movies and animation. All right, I, you lost me in animation. I should check it out. And uh, so. <laughs> DC. That, I was oh, just going to say DC that. does it better. There are some things. We can do the whole Marvel versus DC thing here. Okay. There are things where DC is completely ruling over okay. Marvel right now, and this is from a Marvel zombie. All okay. Right? Uh, they've got, I read that series. They've got better action figures. Okay. They've got do better, they? Yes. Are they more articulated? They're what makes them better? Better sculpts. They're, okay. They're just beautiful action figures. They have uh, better animation. They have better animation stories. Oh, the Batman series from the day, which I have watched TV series, most of. And they do movies. They do these DC movies based on some of the comic book stories. Those are incredible. Oh, are Completely they? Completely schooling Marvel. Okay. When it comes to that. Okay. And what was the third one? Uh, the TV the programs. TV shows. The TV programs. D- DC is completely ruling Marvel on TV right now. now just now, in at numbers? The, at, no. It's <laughs> oh, quality and fun. Yeah. yeah. It's because um, Daredevil's is, coming out. Daredevil's coming. Yeah, we're recording this. By the time you hear this, Daredevil will be out. And I will have watched it and all. We will have watched it. Because I love Daredevil. At this time, Peter David. Oh yes. Uh, at this time, DC is just completely. Now you say you don't watch the Arrow. I don't. I um. I almost. I do very little. Mar. I do very little DC. 
As do uh, I. I don't read the comics. I, you don't. Uh, yeah. I and the Gotham TV show. I've watched the first three episodes. A little dark. A little dark for me. Loved it. Turns out I like my Batman uh, from 1968. <laughs> I really do. You love the. You love. West? I love. I, I like Adam West because my and, and this came up on a previous episode is that my favorite thing about Batman in the original TV show was that he was the only adult in that town. He would. Oh my like, God! You're right. <laughs> Essentially, someone would be doing something inappropriate, and he would turn to Robin and go, well, that isn't okay. Let's go talk to that person. And then, pow! And then there would be, uh, then there would be some punching, and it would be super exciting. And then, uh, the, the Christopher Nolan ones, I was like, hey, sad sack, they died like a hundred years ago, your parents. Just My, get, get some therapy and move on. Walk buddy. it off. Yeah. <laughs> My mom died when I was seven. I was allowed to grieve. Not at all. And uh, I am not saying that that was an excellent choice either. Just to let you in on that. Uh, somewhere in the middle between having bats. I went, and, I went through a weird thing because I grew, I grew up with that Batman too and, and yeah. loved him. And then as I got older, a weird thing happened. I went, he shouldn't be funny. Yeah, yeah. And and so I, I explored, and now I've got this, it, it's come back, this whole 66 renaissance is now mm-hmm. huge. And and I, I got the I got the Blu-ray set. Oh, did you get the Blu-ray set? Oh, did you get the car? The, the God, yes, the goddamn oh, Blu-ray there's set. there's a Hot Wheel. There's a very exciting Hot Wheel that came with the Blu-ray set, right? Wonderful. And, and I'm going back and watching it. I'm like, I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, it is sheer brilliance, and they're making a, an animated film. Based Batman sixty six with okay. the original, well, the ones that are still alive, uh, voices uh, West oh, Ward good. and uh, Julie Newmar just signed on. All right, to uh, to do Catwoman. Well, that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. It's but I, I I do I wanted to like I mean the Joker is so terrifying, brilliant that I can't I can't be terrified. <laughs> I don't enjoy it, especially not recreationally. But I know that other people really do. They're like they're on board, and there's so much insanity. Like all of the the bad guys in 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 DC tend to be super like genuinely insane, as opposed to Marvel, where they're just like, no, I would like a giant bag of money, please, and uh, and that is that is their motivation, which feels much more realistic. Here, and here's a question for you: Sure, scarier Joker, Caesar Romero, or <laughs> Heath. Or Heath, or or Jack Nicholson? No, no not even not no, even in the, no, in the running. No, okay, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> did I, Heath blow him all away? He I, did for Creep Factor. He, he really did. did. I, he, and he was my favorite. But go back and watch Caesar fucking Romero. Yeah, he was kind of scary every now and then. Well, they were all spooky as all hell. The, the the I mean, they were. I didn't I didn't get. So what you like? Who are your favorite characters in DC? In DC, Batman, of course. Okay, and uh, now Arrow's Green Arrow. Green Arrow. I always loved Green Arrow because he. he but was they just, didn't commit to Green Arrow on the TV show. That's true. He until was just, he now. was Batman with arrows. That's why I think I got okay Green Arrow. So. Oh, is he rich too? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's Oliver Queen, Queen Industries. I learned that from the TV show. That's pretty much it. And then, of course, the Batman cadre of villains were always good. I, I'm I'm just now learning more about vi- more villains than than good guys. Yeah, just because they're so. so specifically interesting. It's like right now I'm learning about the Flash and that whole group of villains, which are the most batshit stupid group of villains. But again, I love the TV show. See, I'm getting into it. I heard the Flash was really good. Yeah, it, it is. They're kind of nailing it. And and here's the thing: is that you've got Captain Cold, who's Leonard Snart is his real name, Leonard Snart, <laughs> and they let them do that. Just, you know, no problem. 
But Gorilla Grodd, do you know who Gorilla Grodd is? No. Who was Gorilla Grodd? I've heard of him, but I don't know. He is a Flash villain. Again, I'm just learning this from the TV show, so I'm going to get a lot of things wrong. Okay. He's a super intelligent ape with telekinesis. Now, Sweet. when they said that's just good writing. When they said we're doing a Flash TV series, <laughs> I looked at the list of villains for Flash, and I went, "There's no fucking way you're going to do those on television. <laughs> no goddamn way that those make it on television." And fucking Gorilla Grodd is on that show. <laughs> does he have? Is he just Gorilla strong, or does he He's have an any sort of weapons? Gorilla. He, he just—he's really smart, and, and he so, can throw chairs at people with his mind. <laughs> He can read your mind and put thoughts in your head. Oh, but he's also incredibly smart, so he could build things. Okay. So he's really dangerous. Oh, that is dangerous. Dr. Moreau dangerous. Dr. Moreau dangerous. That's right. Okay. All right. So I I'm, get it. I'm learning about the DC stuff. Yeah, I, uh, um, I'm reading Gotham Academy. That is what, what is that? Gotham Academy. It is, uh, it's teens. I like teens. I like a teen hero. I like, uh, when they, when they set out on their own. And, uh, <laughs> turns out Bruce Wayne went there to school and okay. it is connected by an underground tunnel to Arkham accidentally. What a good thing. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So it turns out, uh, Croc was down there and, uh, Aww. and, and Olive got to meet him and he knew all about her crazy mom. Anyway, so it is a comic book called Gotham Academy. It's right. like Hogwarts with, um, Gotham kids. Well, then so, they- Aren't they trying to do that on the TV show? A little bit, probably, because they got a little tiny cat woman on there. Right, they have right, right. They have the urchins, the or the the beautiful urchins. Like the, little, the kid that plays Catwoman. Yeah, Jiminy Cricket. She's going to be the best looking human when she's an adult. It's frightening, isn't it? She's like fifteen or sixteen years old in real life, gentlemen. They had, condolences. Three more years. They had to have grown her in a lab or something. They she, created her for that. She's right? like something out of a French film. That's how beautiful she is. I was I was looking at her on the show, going. Holy smokes! I, there's no reason why I'm attracted to that. <laughs> and what? Because I enjoy the fellas. And what is and, she uh, all of ten? No, no, she's fifteen, sixteen. Is she? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. But it's just, uh, it's. But she and she, they have her playing younger. But you can't beat that bone structure. I mean, that whatever. Uh, <laughs> but do you feel? How, how do you feel about the the Bruce Wayne kid then? Because I get the feeling he's going to grow up ugly. Uh, I have a feeling that uh, I I want them to speed grow that kid up or give him something to do. Does he have more to do in the later episodes? I solving mysteries or something. I don't oh, know. is he boy detective? He's 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 learning to be boy detective because okay. he's going to grow up to be the greatest detective. I right, guess. but did so. you see Agent Carter? Loved Agent Carter. Yeah, because Agent Carter, uh, Jarvis, the fact that Jarvis is alive and a person. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys see Agent Carter? Yeah. All right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And uh, because and, I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. even when it was mediocre. Like as as From it the stumbled, yeah, like the Enterprise time, like it was the, in that stumble fuck of the first half, six episodes. Well, then, right? like Enterprise, we're finally at the point in this series where it's figured out that it needs to be a superhero show. It is nailing it. Mm. It is awesome, and it's. I like the idea that it was regular folk, though. But um, they do, they are, they're they're doing more. They're getting powered up now. People are getting powered up, and Ultron's coming out. I wanted a Hulk movie myself. I wanted a, but I don't understand why, um, uh, Brow dude was not allowed. <laughs> I can't dude? remember his name. What's his name? Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. He was in, uh, was thir- 13 going on 30. That's the last thing I remember Mark Ruffalo brow being dude, in. So. I think he had other work, but, uh. You may get a Hulk movie someday. One day. Cause, uh, Edward Norton was fine, but he was the sad sack Hulk. I liked him fine. I liked that movie fine. I, I, again, I, getting back to this whole, I don't understand why the geeks are bitching so much. Well, cause they can. Everybody's got a, a, a pocket 
device that and, they and, can and just and bitch at. So you just sit and bitch and be and make yourself unhappy all day bitching about something. Right, or, right. Uh, so the fan, I mean, the fandom. It used to like we had you do used to have to write letters to bitch at people. Exactly. And now you could just tweet and and be angry and then be over it. Unless it, and unless you're lucky and it escalates. Ugh. And then you can take it on the road and, uh, you're on a book tour or something. No, I, I, I think that the, the geeks, uh, these days bitch too much. I really do. They, well, they, cause tell they, me more, Grandpa Jackson. This is where Grandpa, yes. <laughs> because it's, I, I, cause I it's, we're it's... in a golden age of conventions. I Every nerd it. in the world has got someone that they can talk to. You're never alone out there, exactly. you guys. If you want to be a brony, you can be a brony. If you want there to be a girl word for brony, which is the dumbest, because it was just a My Little Pony fan, <laughs> uh, you can be a, uh, unicorn fan or whatever they're called. Um, no, Pega, pe, pe, Pega, they're Pegasus girls or something. That's Pegasus sisters. Thank you, Pegasus sisters. Those are those are My Little Pony girls. Oh, I thought that was a porno. It could be easily, okay. very easily, things could go somewhere. You said conventions, and here comes Grandpa right. Jackson. Yeah, right. yeah, let's Grandpa do it. Grandpa Jackson's going to school you. And on Grandma this. Jackie Cation uh, is on board with you. Uh, I, we, we can we can talk about the fandom. You don't know how good <laughs> you've got it. You, oh, you kids! You kids. You got podcasts. I remember the first sci-fi convention I went to. What was it? It was just a general sci-fi convention in Provo, Utah, at a Holiday Inn. <laughs> All right, we had. What one, year is this? Uh, this is eighty. Nineteen eighty-ish. Okay. Um, because we had the one celebrity, and it was uh, Sheba from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lockhart. Okay. Peggy Lockhart. Sure. Anyway, anyway yeah, gorgeous. And that was, that was the one celebrity, right? That was the one celebrity they could talk into coming to Provo, Utah. Exactly. To gather with 300 like-minded individuals. 300? No. Try 30. 30? <laughs> All right. That's awesome. There were like 30 of us nervous, chubby, pale, sweaty boys <laughs> who could not make direct eye contact with Shiva. <laughs> and it it was just it was awful. It was just a terrible thing. Oh, you and, didn't and, Was it not fun? Oh, I had fun because okay. I finally met People who liked the same shit. Right. Which was few and far between. Right, right. And so important. Or the ones that would come out, I should say. Maybe right. that's it. That was it. Right, they, right. They kept their geek, you know, hidden in a closet somewhere. Right, right. Now it's super cool to be, now to, it's to fine. be dorky. Yeah. Now it is, and, and, and the good thing is, is that an actual serious, socially not gifted, uh, nerd like myself, dork like myself, if I talk about how much I love my moccasins, uh, nobody can really get in my face about it. Cause I'd be like, well, I'm sorry, uh, did you not have a bust of Iron Man on top of your shelf? And they're like, mm, that was $75. And I was like, so were my Uggs, you weirdo. And I mean, but the thing is, is, is because everybody, like, we're all children still, right? We're all still yes. using our disposable income and collecting crap well exactly. into our hundreds. And, uh, um, but the um, but we can all defend. Like nobody can say your dorkdom isn't cool because they have a dork. Everyone has a dork. When Everyone. Kathy Ladman said to me, "I can't be on the show because knitting is actually cool," <laughs> I had to say, "No, no, it isn't." Does, does she have a knitting podcast? And can I uh, subscribe? <laughs> is my question. Uh, knitting is uh, knitting is not cool. Knitting is popular, <laughs> and people love it. And what I wanted her to do was talk about how much she loved it. And uh, she was like, well, it's not really a dorkdom. And I was like, well, you find a dorkdom then. You got a spice rack that you're really in favor of? I don't care. It's uh, just some sort of the coriander. It has to be next to the cumin. And uh, I want to hear the moccasin podcast as well. Oh, the mock. The one that you brought up. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Where were we? New jokes.
joke. Come out to the show tomorrow night. See me do stand-up comedy. Got a new joke about moccasins. Write it down. There you go. I don't know why I've peeled that off. Oh, okay. Grampy Jackson is coming back. Okay, That's Grampy. Right. Let's so, do this. So the conventions sucked back then. There were few and we you would. But get, you went to all. But you, you'd go to them when they arrived. You know. You'd, yeah, yeah. You'd take a risk. The television sucked back then. There, there was a, there was trouble. They tried. They tried to do a bunch of science fiction stuff in the eighties that didn't go right. And, and it's beloved. You, when you, if I were to say like Buck Rogers, remember right. the Buck Rogers show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh ass. sure, it's so ass. You have fond memories of it. Go back and look. Yeah, it doesn't actually hold up. Oh no. And uh, but it's six million dollar man. We all fond memories, right? It don't hold up. I'm sorry, Shannon. It does not hold up. <laughs> you are wrong. <laughs> The thing is, is you could power through it and then make it hold up. Well, you know, I mean, I, you just have to build a structure around it. I just sit in and, mystery uh, science theater. You know, <laughs> that's that's what. I, right. Well, you know, what's funny is all those mystery science theater uh, three thousand guys were from Minneapolis, and so I know them all. And uh, my least favorite thing in the world is when people talk during movies, <laughs> and so I never watched it. Oh. <laughs> and it is the greatest cult following in the world. It people. is my. It's my favorite thing. Oh, it it's, really is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, oh, did you hear uh, Frank and uh, Frank Conniff? Frank Conniff, TV's Frank. Yep. And Dr. Clayton Forrester, Trace Ballou. Okay, Trace Ballou. Uh, just as as this is put out some weeks ago, we're, yes, we're at an atheist convention in uh, in uh, Memphis. Okay. Where they riffed on Kevin Sorbo's "God's Not Dead." <laughs> wow, that is a that is a spiral. That is a that is a dark spiral. They did it live. They did it live. Well, oh. that I mean, I've had all of the mystery science theater people that I know on the show, except for Trace Blue. I've had Joel on, Joel Hudson. I've had uh, Frank has been on several times. I have friends with Frank and Mary Jo Peel has been on twice. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the uh, um, yeah, all that's missing. Trace. Yep, you've had, you've had Kevin then. Uh, and the new guy, Bill Corbin. No, I've had uh, uh, J. El- J- El- J- uh, Elvis Weinstein. J. Elvis, yeah. Yeah, J. Elvis you, Weinstein. You had Kevin who Murphy, has a though. name, Josh. And uh, so, but I haven't had Kevin, Kevin Servo. Murphy, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Murphy. Kevin Murphy? No. Tom, Tom Servo. No, I don't know. No, I never really met him. I, so I haven't clicked. So I'm, I'm missing Trace and Kevin. You should get Kevin on. He's really smart, really funny. All right. Trace, obviously, left in the wayside. Now, you don't like Trace? Oh, I like Trace. Oh, there you Martin. go. Yeah, 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 he's going to be fine too. Yeah. Let's get him. Let's right, get him. Sorry. Oh, he's. But I think Trace more attainable goal. Where is Kevin? Uh, uh, Joel was a Skype thing, which was awful. Really? Yeah, I'm not good with the Skype episode of the Dark Forest because uh, it always falls out, and the then delay. I have to do more editing. You can't do it. Yeah, satellite delay. Exactly. I don't need it. All right. All right. Where were we? Oh, we were, I was. I was lecturing. Yeah, you were lecturing. Should I continue? Uh, uh, about uh, <laughs> well, and and the thing is, is you collected things. Yes, I I collected things that I shouldn't have collected. I, I went and I, I was buying stuff that I shouldn't have bought. Why did you think that you had to buy? Did you I, think that you had to buy them? I, I, my Why thera- were you compelled? My therapist said I was filling a hole. Mm. <laughs> a marvel-shaped hole? I kept reasoning with myself when it was happening. It was like, we're finally getting good toys, good action figures. Because again, Grampy, Grampy's coming. The Star Trek toys that we had when I was a kid sucked. Okay. All right. I wanted a communicator that looked like Captain Kirk's communicator. Right. All that was available was a blue walkie-talkie with a sticker on it. That's what was available. That is. That was what was available. You know. Yeah. So I was reasoning. I'm getting good stuff now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start buying it. Okay. I completed the X Men line of action figures. I didn't even read fucking X Men. 
That's crazy. I didn't know who half those characters were. So you got a Scarlet Witch and a Phoenix, and you're like, they're the same. Exactly. Okay. What's a brood? I don't know. I don't read that shit. Oh, you know. brood. So, but, and I was just buying and buying and buying and buying. Right. And, and then eventually I just went, ah, what am I doing? I don't go. Right, because you I, still read comic books, but I you still, don't. Yeah. Do you collect any action figures? Are you still buying any action figures? I was buying these Marvel universes up to just about a year ago. And, okay. And I've really, in the past uh, six to eight months, I've been backing off completely. Because you're, you're like, why am I doing this? I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm selling a lot of shit. Right. I'm being more picky about what I'm buying. It just it just got completely out of control. That's well, I think that that's smart because I mean, how much room does anyone have, right, to collect a lot of nonsense? Because the I, West, we have a lot of room. Weirdly enough, I started collecting. Uh, <laughs> I started collecting uh, pint glasses. Really? Out of the blue, and uh, yeah, I saw a Captain America pint glass at Comic Con, and I was like, I, well, I want that. that. Yeah, and so I bought that, and then all of a sudden, because I had never liked Captain America until I started, because I had never known what Captain America was, right? I just looked at the costume and went, "Look at that tool get tool bag wrapped Same in thing. the flag." Same thing. Yeah, and then uh, I read a Captain America, a couple of arcs of him, and he was all sort of democratic, and he was a he was a soldier, and he followed, yes. followed orders, but he was super like sane, and I was like. Oh, he is wearing a weird outfit. And then I got over the outfit, the like you do. Hard to get past the wings. Oh, the wings, the FTD. Yeah, that's a oh, lot. Thank Mercury. God they painted them on in the movie. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, but yeah, it's it is. There's a point where you have to stop collecting. I did stuff. the same thing with pint glasses because in my job I get a lot of free things. Pint glasses, one of them. Had to sure. get rid of them. It, it just you start getting more and more shit, and you just, you got to stop saying yes and taking it home. Right. It starts to just pile up, and then people get afraid of you. And well, you know. well, my my husband. Collects action figures. He's still well. Right now, he's actually in a Hot Wheel Jag, Ooh. but uh, he mostly he's been collecting these Micronauts, and they're small. And he likes it because you can really move, you can pose them really good, mm-hmm. and they have to be super poseable. He doesn't like busts. He doesn't like the sculpted I, busts. Some I people like love those. You don't? No. Nope. Okay. Because he wants to be like we we have a we have a Spider Man, and it's got magnets on it, so it will actually hang from things, and you can turn around, and all of a sudden he's on a different lamp, and uh, <laughs> but uh, but the thing is is I, do you like the the ones that can be posed? Like, do you play with them, or I, did you play with them? That's the other thing is that you should open your toys. A lot of a lot of geeks don't. Have you noticed that? A yeah, lot of geeks I think that that's not as toys. common as you think. Really? Yeah, I think that that's been caricatured in things like the Big Bang Theory, where those are uh, the most primary colored, decked out uh, dorks in the world. Man, um, I don't because I know a lot of guys who who will go and say, I, I have to have two. One I can open, one that stays okay, in the box. Okay, so you know several people, so this yeah. is not anecdotal. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't. It still happens. And I, I, and I lecture everyone, open your goddamn toys. I have two friends who collect swords. And, uh, and they, uh, they hang them and they play with them and they're, they want to carry them like a, like a conceal and carry kind of situation. Are these like real it's, metal, sharp, dangerous? Yeah. Well, uh, if they, they were like sharpened, props? some of them were props and some of them were, what we have, we have in our, in our houses, we have old Xena the Warrior Princess prop props because mm-hmm. there was a big prop sale. And so Andy went to the prop sale and bought a bunch of swords and scabbards and spears that the extras would carry. See, I bought a Conan sword for my attorney. Conan the Barbarian, yeah. really? He, For your attorney? He, he did a great job on my contract, and I figured <laughs> like I had to get him something. So I I went into the catalog Drink and I it. and I'm looking. I'm like Conan sword. He loves Conan. Sure, get him Who a Conan doesn't sword. Love Conan. I the thought it was porn of comic books. Exactly. I thought it was just going to be a prop. 
Okay. It was a real goddamn sword. It's a full on the the first thing one of the first gifts Andy Ashcraft ever gave me was a sting. A sting the the yeah, sword from, from uh, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. And it's heavy. The the blade is plastic, but it lights up and it makes like it makes noises when you hit things, but the hilt is full on metal. Yeah. Like you could hilt smash somebody. And uh, this thing was amazing. We opened it up in his office, and you open it up, and you immediately smell the oil because it's been polished. Crumb. Exactly. Crumb. And, you know, forged, and it was sharp. And I'm like, and it was sharp. I'm like, Ed, you can't have this in your office here because one of your clients is going to lose their lose, mind. Exactly, and just. Wow. But I was shocked that they are actually selling swords to people. Well, one of my friends who collects uh, swords has a Glamdril. Uh, Glamdril? Is that right? Lord of the Rings? Anything? Take your word for it. Glamdring. 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 Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, time to read the books again. No. All right. No. Time to make the donuts. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I can uh, – I read the books every year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I couldn't get through them. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, read the I, Hobbit, but I couldn't get through. Uh, I read them all when I was nineteen, and my brother was like, "Read these, and then uh, you're staying with me. It's part of your rent." <laughs> and uh, and so I did, and then I read them every. And he was like, "If you have to skip the songs initially, but you got to go back and read the songs because the songs are life changing. You got to read the are Silmarillion." Oh God! <laughs> uh, I ended up taking a class at college. Uh, the Lord of the, it was a, it was a C.S. Lewis, Tolkien, and uh, Charles Williams class. So it was good. Bring me into this. Okay. Help me help me understand. Well, because I just it was just. I wish it were colder in here, exactly. right? You guys. <laughs> Why? <laughs> why am I? Why, why is there freezing? This why is, is this is David Letterman temperature. It is David Letterman. Yeah. We don't want anybody to get bored with the Lord of the Rings talk. That's right. She's going to explain it to me. Focus. All right. So stay awake for this. <laughs> no, the Lord Sorry. of the Rings, of course, is uh, is J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes, yes. And he was a philologist and a and a and a guy who studied languages in Germany for many years mm-hmm. and created and then, the Elvish thing and right and, taught at Oxford. Was in World War One yeah. and and wrote these books all from World War One up to like the 30s and 40s. And then he wrote The Hobbit and published The Hobbit in the late 30s, I believe it was. And then. Uh, Wrote the 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 Lord of the Rings. They were reluctant to publish it. They publish it, and then um, he had to go back and change the Hobbit uh, so that uh, the Ring made more sense in uh. the Hobbit. And then uh, that was re-released in the early fifties. And then it blew up when all the Beats loved it. Man, the Beats. The they beat were into poets. it, they dude. Were, yeah, yeah. Led Kerouac. Zeppelin loved it. Sure. Uh, so what is beats. what is it that I am missing in in the Lord of the Rings book? Is it is it my lack of patience or not knowing words <laughs> that has stopped me? <laughs> it, it could be both. It what, could what's be that? both. Vocabulary. That's a word. Okay. <laughs> Many syllables. Yeah. Would you? Uh, what I do recommend is the skimming of books to get the gist, <laughs> and then the rereading of books. But that's what the movies are for. That's no, how, you know. no, they are not. No, especially they are not. when they get them wrong. Hi, wrong. What? And nope. sadly, Faramir. I fell in love with Faramir. Carrie. Jackson, you don't understand. <laughs> Faramir now, was a hero. He? Which one is Faramir he? was a guy that was willing to leave the one ring on the road. He finds Frodo unprotected in the wilderness. And so he says, uh, if I found that ring on the road, uh, I wouldn't take it because it's so full of evil. And then he finds out that Frodo has the ring so he could wrest it from him and then become a dark lord like, you know, uh, no, no, Sauron, but uh, the, the, his dad. Who was his dad? 
Denethor. Oh. Thank you. Uh, wow. <laughs> well played. Well played. And uh, <laughs> nerds from the guy who clapped so hard for Flash. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Nerd on nerd crime, you guys. Safe space. I'll try to invoke the Dukes of Hazard later, Shannon. We'll see if we can bring that in. But anyway, I mean, right. the thing is, is that it was, it's, it can't, it's an exciting story of daring do and the little guy uh, being the heroes. Cause that, that was the problem with the movies for me is that the hobbits were not the heroes. They made Aragorn the hero. And you're like, well, Aragorn's always going to be the hero. He's a tall, good looking guy on a horse. Now see, having, having not read the books and only seen the movies, I, I, I got that he was one of the heroes, but I always right, saw... Frodo was the real hero, yeah. and Samwise was actually the real, actually real hero. I saw him as more of a hero, Samwise. Yes. Uh, but there was a Mr. lot of glaring Frodo. into the... Yeah, there was a lot of yeah. sobbing and just just <laughs> looming into the... So how do, you, how do you feel about the, the ending? And um, then the ending, and then the ending. And then not the ending. And no scouring the ending. of the Shire? Don't even – this is not really the way we <laughs> want this scouring? show. There was a scouring of the Shire. I don't know if you know this, but Saruman uh, got to the Shire before scouring they did. Scouring with, uh, with, with flame or Mr. Clean? How did they – You know those, those sponges tied? that have green on one side and yellow on the other? It was that. Those? Yeah, that was it. Oh, I hope they didn't use the green side. <laughs> They did use the green sign on the oh, party tree. That's just unnecessary <laughs> and mean. It just isn't okay. Poor little people. <laughs> yeah, except just, that they aren't poor little people. They stood up for themselves like little people have always had to do. And that's pretty good for a bunch of stoners. I really think that's cool because they they pipe eat a lot. Weed was yes. not. It's like the peace pipe of the Native American. You put you put pot into the pipe into the peace pipe. A Native American will punch you in the face. Uh, so so pipe you, weed is pot, right? Pipe weed is not pot. What pipe weed is is, is pipe pipe weed is tobacco. Well, now you're taking all the fun out of the Lord of the Rings. Well, blaze up, wasteoid. All right, it's not it's not for me to judge. Okay, and uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, the thing is, 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 is you, you were talking about how as, as you look back on fandom, yes. and as you look back, and you're like, people seem very grumpy now about, about what they love, and, and they're judging what you love. Oh, oh is exactly. that what it is? Well, it's, it's, they, they will complain about some of the silliest shit, and they don't realize, You've got a Flash TV series. Why are you complaining? <laughs> yeah. Why are you complaining that his costume's wrong? Right. You right. Know? The minutia. The minutia. It's can... the minutia that they're getting hung up on. And right. I can't watch that. Well, well, well they got well, the costume it's, it's wrong. It's because people you know? love things so much. Like, remember Gamergate? Tell me it's over. Anyway, so uh, Gamergate was a couple of guys got yeah. mad at some woman who um, who pointed out that uh, – that a lot of women in video games were actually uh, just sex objects and not, it wasn't super fun for them to play. <laughs> so this was the gist of it, right? Mm -hmm. And so some guys were like, yeah, but I love that game. Why would you insult the greatest game that I that I spent my formative years not learning any social skills? And we're like, honey, so that we I don't want to take it away from you. Well, nobody does no. want it. Nobody cares. You get to love it forever exactly. and ever. What we're saying is the next one, you might want to include a woman who doesn't go into battle in a bikini. <laughs> Why is she carrying her spear behind? Behind her, it, like a stripper pole. It doesn't seem. Practical. Why is that a thing on my little action figure for D and D? Why is that a thing? Why? And and I actually, some guy just posted. He's like, "What do you think of my sculpts?" And I was like, "They're very beautiful," uh, but she doesn't look workable. <laughs> like that looks like you just 
that's something you you fuck. That's not anything that you. She's not a battle person. Is she a battle person? When Which is not a me, real word. It's battle when she fucks. Me. <laughs> yeah, there's always a fight. Right. And and he said, no, we're gonna make hunky guy uh, sculpts too. And I said, is the spear gonna be coming out from between his legs? Because that's the only way that really matches. No, no. Okay, I'll I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> Is what I said on that Facebook page. Well, there's, uh, there's a good, you, you reminded me of a good example. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters? Oh, right, right. Somebody's what? mad because they're going to be they're women Ghostbusters. Because there's going to be women Ghostbusters. But it's Melissa, like, what's her face? Well, yeah, but uh, you've got from Gilmore four, Girls. You've got four She's really got funny people. <laughs> and you're getting a new Ghostbusters. How yeah, about that? I thought you loved Ghostbusters. You're, and you're more ru- ghosts will happen. You're ruining my childhood. You killed my childhood. No. Those movies still exist. Right, right. Nobody's nobody's burning them all. Enjoy them. They're right. still there. Right. It's on it's on Netflix, Ghostbusters. By the way, holds up. Holds up does. like a trooper. Does. Yeah, it really does. And uh but I would watch what's Melissa's last name? McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. Uh I would watch Melissa McCarthy in anything. Did you guys see the heat? I laughed. And I cried. I laughed so hard. She was climbing over fences. She was pulling people through windows. Sandra Bullock was good in that. Sandra Bullock was panting, trying to keep up with. They were amazing together. It was the greatest buddy movie since Midnight Run. I regret that I waited eight months to see that. Oh, my God. I own it. It, it, I have seen it three times in the theater and twice on DVD. No, oh, this new Ghostbusters is going to be great. You're going to. It's going to be good. It's going to be. Don't worry about There'll it. Your ghosts. childhood is fine. They'll yeah. make weird sex with a ghost jokes as well. It'll sure. all work out for you. You It'll can be... still fuck a ghost. I'm not here to tell you not to sleep with a ghost, gentlemen. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> here she is coming from out of town, telling us uh, to we can't sleep with her ghosts. Have sex with ghosts. <laughs> Immigrants. Uh, but the food is good. Who doesn't love the immigrants because of the food? I do. They certainly helped. Yeah. <laughs> they certainly did. They certainly have you been to England since the Indians have shown up from India? Yeah, the food's a lot better. <laughs> okay, what about the death of radio? That's the other grandpa thing that you wanted to talk about. Oh, I, I brought it up. It's it, it's because uh, you said yeah, come come with some topics. And I went yeah oh, okay. Do you know how many times in my – I've been doing radio since 82. Okay. Do you know how many times radio has been declared dead? How many? Like well, what do they say? Well, let's start with cassettes. Oh, okay. Cassettes were going to kill radio. Okay. Yeah. Then DVDs were going to kill radio. DVD – VHS? Then no. the then the iPod was going to kill radio. Oh, right. And and the as Napster the technolo- did kill radio, didn't it? Isn't <laughs> no. it dead now? No. You don't have a job, do you? I'm still doing okay. It's doing okay. Still doing You're still okay. paying your mortgage. It's yeah. all working out. Uh, just right. uh, and and now it's podcasts are going to kill radio. Podcasts are going to kill radio. That's what they keep telling me. Not with this listenership. <laughs> no, I have a perfectly no. good listenership. Rangers of the Dork Forest are the nicest people ever. Oh, it's and, true. Uh, and 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 people do listen to podcasts, but there's they so much. Uh, there's a guy building uh, a garage behind our our neighbor is building a tiny garage for his motorcycle, whatever. He's hired one man to do it, mm-hmm. and that man has been there for a month. And every day he listens uh, to talk radio, right wing talk radio at the cranked, cranked. <laughs> so it's Rush Limbaugh, sad oh. and angry and 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 disappointed and 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 wrong and <laughs> literally out of his tiny lizard mind. Exactly, because he cannot form complete sentences. And you're like, 
who told you that? And, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's several things I want to ask some people, and it's... The Vicodin told me that, The Vicodin, exactly. The, 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 the women I sleep with, not while married to, uh, they talk to me, the drugs that I do talk to me, and um, I also want to ask a lot of people recently, this is how I can tell I'm Grammacation is alive and well, uh, I literally want to go up to people and say, who raised you? <laughs> Do you have no sense of right and wrong? It's frightening. I, but I, don't, I often don't like meeting people just because of that. But I meet so many wonderful people in their 20s and 30s. And then they'll say something just completely no, crazy. No, no. Then I'll meet other oh, people okay. that are terrible. I mean, literally, I mean, it is only 2 or 3% of the people that I meet. And because immediately upon meeting those people, I turn around and go, well, we're done then. <laughs> and, uh, cause I don't, I don't sustain it. I'm not trying to affect change one person at a time. I'm not going to change the mind of Ari Shafir. It's not going <laughs> to. Happen. I'm not going to make Ari Shafir into a nice man. I'd like you to try. All right, and uh, please Google Ari Shafir. Yeah. All right. This will be a month later <laughs> when it'll probably either be died down or he'd been given a, a flagship show on Comedy Central. <laughs> so one of those two things will have happened to that man's career. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, there's no, nothing it's, can it's, really kill entertainment. It's, it, exactly. It's it's been declared dead. I don't know how many times. As long as you can buy a car that has a radio in it, because radio's so free, right? It's free, and, and people love. I have a rabbit ears. I don't, have, I don't have cable. Really? Yeah. yeah. I have Netflix and who, and my sister, and my own Netflix, you guys, my own Netflix. <laughs> and then I have my sister's Hulu Plus and my brother's HBO Go. And I even have my other brother's Audible account. <laughs> Can we recommend the R.A. Shafir show to you? <laughs> we think you'd like it. Nope. <laughs> Uh, so. No, it's it's been declared dead. I don't know how many times, and it's yeah. going to continue. And and you know, I was doing radio, and I started doing a podcast because right. I was able to do things on that podcast that I couldn't do on the radio. And and they're existing in a wonderful wait. They coexist in a. World. It isn't like yeah. matter and antimatter. No. You haven't killed yourself by and having a podcast. It's in true, addition? and it's owned by the radio station. What? You record it in the radio station? No, I do it in my basement. You do it in your own basement? I prefer it that in way, In your own yes. home? Mm-hmm. In the dank? In the dank. All right. In my, in my, as, as this is broadcast, my new studio. Yay. Oh, very nice. Oh, congratulations. And Geek Show Podcast, by the yes. way. Everybody, geekshowpodcast.com. That's it. That's it. We're talking with Carrie Jackson, of course, at RFH Carrie, K-E-R-R-Y, on the Twitter. And, um... And and it's been an hour, you know. So uh yeah. Okay. It goes o- almost immediately, mostly when I won't shut up. What would you like to do now? Uh well, we could do some stand up comedy for these nice people. <laughs> they will enjoy that. I think they'd like that. I think so. And and I'm I'm partial to one of the comedians that's going to perform. Well here's what I want. Right. Uh is I want uh you to uh, uh the, I usually ask this last question, which is are you reading anything good that you might tell the peoples about? I'm reading Marvel Comics. Oh you read well, what titles are you reading? I'm reading all fi- I'm reading all of them because at the time of this recording, we're getting to this convergence thing. Well, it's not called. Oh, do you do the crossovers? Yeah, it's uh, that's DC's convergence. It's the Secret Wars, Battle World. They're, they're doing. They're going to eliminate a lot of their uh, stories. And reset. yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. I'm just. Um, but are you read? But are you reading the X Men, which is all the all women team? Are you reading that one? I'm not reading it. Let me make a book recommendation. Okay. All right. Uh, it's it's an older book. <laughs> okay. You're like, I, we can't actually go into titles of comic books. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, what's I, a book? A little prose? A, nonfiction? Fiction? It is fiction. Excellent. Uh, it, is, uh, it is called Sock. 
S-O-C-K. S-O-C-K. And As in a sock. It's written by Penn Jillette. Penn Jillette. Penn wrote a, a fiction story some years, about 10 years ago. And it's the, it's the, it's the story of a, of a young man who grows up and becomes a uh, police detective that, what are, what are the, the scuba guys that look for bodies? Oh, all but right. The story is told from the point of view of a sock monkey. That sounds like Penn Jillette. The sock monkey is observing the, the kid grow up and become And does he a man. at any time say, and if you believe in God, you believe in a sock monkey? Because he's a bit of a, a strident atheist. But it's, it's, it's terrific. It's terrific. And it then is I go terrific. back and, and it's he, funny and smart because he's very and smart. Funny and smart. It's really good. And then once a year I go back. Is he and the and tall magician or the short? He's the tall one. Thank you. Yes. Uh, just so everyone knows, it's an audio podcast. It is. <laughs> and then once a year I go back and read Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, do you? I have never been able to make it through that. Really? Yes. It's so much easier to follow than Lord of the Rings. I think not, my friend. There's just a fast car and a guy <laughs> doing a lot of drugs. Yeah, I think it was, it was, I had just read On the Road, and mm-hmm. then everyone said I should read Fear and Loathing and, 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 uh, Wallace. Not George Wallace, no. David Foster. <laughs> and, uh, so, George Wallace, very funny comedian. Yes. So, uh, in Las Vegas. In right Las now. Vegas, uh, very older black gentleman, very humorous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, David Foster Wallace, uh, killed yeah. himself. Anyway, sensitive, sensitive, Jackie. Anyway, so. Too soon? Possibly, possibly, especially for poor Josh Gondelman, who was, that was his dorkdom, uh, was David Foster Wallace, who I called George Wallace at least twice during the show. That's why you want to listen to the dork forest, you guys, to hear what I don't know. It's almost a drinking game. Knock yourselves out. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I couldn't read any of them. I I had done the on the road thing, so I was like, oh, I get it. And it was too bad. It was essentially, it was like, um, it had been hacked. <laughs> you know, like when, when you listen to something, when you watch something, like I saw The Godfather, mm-hmm. and I was like, I finally got all the old jokes, but I was like, oh, I saw it coming too, because I had never seen The Godfather. And then I didn't see The Godfather too, because uh, at the end of The Godfather, when you watch the end of The Godfather, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> These are not nice people. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Michael got it. Uh, uh, the door closes. He's lied to her. I don't know if you know, you remember that scene? But he got that great job. He did get that, that great job that wasn't real. Oh, anyway, so there was sorry. lies. They were living a lie. That marriage was going to be on the rocks, you guys. I don't know. I thought it was a positive. I don't know what happens, but I thought my it was brothers a positive that movie. philosophy building uh, kind of message there. <laughs> sure, in a Machiavellian kind of way. Everything I, was, I learned about business, I learned from the Godfather. I was raised by a, I was raised by a mixture of a, a Corleone and Groucho Marx. So, uh <laughs> Say so the secret to, word and survive to the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch Groucho Marx again. It makes me like my dad more. So, <laughs> hey, you guys, thank you so much for supporting Alive Dork Forest. This has thank been super you. fun. My guest, Carrie Jackson. Thank you. We're at Wise Guys in Utah. Support live comedy. Have a good one. Help me move this. All right. This way. No, the other. Carrie Jackson, you guys. <laughs> Hey, Spencer, you can press uh, not record. Stop. It's just fading. All of my words are fading. They're just gone. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god.
my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?